All right. All right, you skanks. <laughs> All right, you slags, huh? What would you rather be called? A skank? A slag? A slut? Or a tart? <laughs> what would you Slut. Slut seems to be the new C-word. And I'm not talking about bloody fairies going C-word. I'm talking about the word cunt. I'm sorry to say the word now. Because I don't swear anymore. I have a big Zoomer following. And I cannot be seen to swear. TikTokers follow me, you know. Um, so, but I have, just for content, I have to, you know, what's worse. I told you before that I had someone who worked. She was a proper South London bird <laughs> woman I used to work with. And I, call, I was calling someone a mug. Actually, I did a hilarious joke. This is what we used to do. I, I put someone's face on a mug. And I said, there you go, a fucking mug on a mug. I says, I got someone a gift. In a kind of in a kind of broish hazing kind of way, as my, as their superior. That's the sort of banter I was into back in the day. Couldn't get me off the fucking stuff. That's the sort of level of banter I was after, right? And I said, "There you go, a mug on a mug." And she said, "Tony, mate, you know where I come from. You call someone a mug, worse than calling them a cunt." <laughs> and I'm like, "Wow, really? Like a cup? Like a cup? Like a a mug? A mug of tea is worth?" You may as well be saying a C word of tea, mate. And do you want that in a glass or a mug? What did you? What would you say to me? What would you say to me? What are you calling me? That is worse than the C word. <laughs> Make sure you leave all the mugs out. What are you talking about? So, um, I remember there was a video. Um, I think I talked about it before. There was uh, this guy, clearly a very indoor kid, with the greatest respect to him. An indoor kid, a old lad, sort of, sort of man who just stands in his garden, just fucking waiting for trouble. Just waiting, just fucking test me, test me, right? My ma's not well, so test me, kid, right? I have nothing better to be doing than sitting in there, leaving ITV on all day. With the greatest respect to people who like that sort of shit, right? So test me, right? I'm looking for a kid to do a knickknack, right? So this sort, of, this sort of guy is walking around. Um, I think it was some, like, park in Ranelagh. And it was clear that a branch had just blown off a tree. It had just blown off a tree, you know? It had a sort of fracture, because I am somewhat of a dendrochronologist myself. I know everything about trees and their age. Um, I've just said it before. I was walking around, and I was like, see that tree, Terry? That's 32 years old. I can count by the rings. And she's like, wow, how do you know that? And I'm like, I just know this sort of stuff. I mean, actually sold. I'm jumping all over the place. I've had a coffee. No, I keep being sold to the, the kind of the, the suggested ads are constantly trying to make me scan the rings of a tree. Some dendrochronology app, right? That's dendro meaning tree and chronology meaning time. Well, actually, I think it means rings. Whatever. Come here to me. Look, what, are they, what was it saying? Yeah. He clearly had uh, come upon a uh, branch that had been blown off. <laughs> Double entendre city over here had been blown off, right? And uh, he clearly thinks it's some kids. Some kids who, I don't know, were trying to ride it like uh, Dr. Strangelove. Not that they would get that reference, you know. And uh, he says, I wonder what skank did this. Um, <laughs> we kept laughing. We kept laughing. This, um, he just makes a noise. I wonder what skank did this. Um, Look, I don't care if you come from rich parents. I don't care if you come from poor parents. You do this to a tree or a skank. A dirty, rotten skank, he says. A skank. Maybe I don't know what a skank is because he seems very confident that that's the sort of word that you use to describe someone who pulls the branch off a tree. A skank. I would rather be... I wouldn't want to be called a slag 
because that kind of um, that kind of has a dirty connotations, and I already view myself as quite dirty. I'm not dirty. I'm not dirty, but I'm not. I'm not polished. There's always something on my shoulder. Do you know? There's always something like a hair on my shoulder. You know? There's a crumb. I still have wood chips on my body from playing in a playground with a bunch of kids. Right? My son was there as well. I'm not a nun, so just stop it. Get your mind out of the fucking gutter for a change. Right? I was playing with other kids as well as my kid. Uh, a game where, I don't know, I just fucked a lot of wood chips in the ground. And um, they absolutely doused me in wood chips. And I still am picking them out of my jumper. Um, so I'm always... So I wouldn't want to be called um, a slag. I don't know if I would be... I mean, there's no chance of me being a slut, you know? With the greatest respect. Guy, why you call a guy... A guy sleeps around and he's a legend. Right? Girl, girl sleeps around, she's a slut. Yeah. My my mates who sleep around are legends. <laughs> I think they're legends. They tell me things that they did in the bedroom, and I'm like, that's fucking so cool. And was it nice? <laughs> and is it, did you have a tender moment? Let me, let me tell you. Hey, new, hey, Kalinis, right? Newsflash. You know what I don't talk about, my friends? Sex. Do you know what I also don't talk about, my friends? Uh, and bad, my wife did. <laughs> Anything she's ever done that's been bad, never bring it up with my friends, right? I never even say that I was annoyed marginally by something my wife did. That just goes in the daddy drawer. <laughs> that just goes in the daddy drawer for daddy. That's just for daddy in there. Like a, like a load of blue bottles trying to escape. Just like, bzzz, another one going in, right? And it'll never be opened. I don't ever open that. I love my wife. But um, lads don't do that at all. Um, I was um, I was out. We were at the zoo. Me and um, my friend Ed, soon to be kind of cousin-in-law, Ed Ed Salmon, right? Um, and uh, we were there with our partners, my wife and her cousin, and me and Ed. And um, me and Ed were riffing about uh, about. I was just riffing about a goat. I was all like. Hey, you want to survive in the... I was, I was doing a bit of a riff. I was acting like... This is just... I, I don't ever want to really analyse because I'm riffing, riffing all the time. Riffing all the time. But um, I suppose what I was kind of doing, he got it, was I was kind of doing a riff on if Mother Nature, right, uh, was a kind of a, a New York gangster, right? I mean, if I really... I mean, it wasn't this... It wasn't this thought out. All I was saying, there was a goat. And I was just fascinated by how pointy his horns were. And I'm like, you want to survive around these bad skis, you got to have fucking knives on your head. You got to see, we had this guy, he got small knives, didn't make it, you know? Now you got to have big fucking knives on your head. And Terry was all like, oh, great going to the zoo with a bunch of fucking comedians, isn't it? Great going to the zoo. Bunch of, la- it's a laugh a minute going with these two. And I was, I said to Ed, isn't it so funny that I never, I would never slag her off. And you'd never slag off your your, your darling fiance. Um, but um, that's just what happens. It's a one-way street. And it's because of the patriarchy and I don't mind it, you know? Um, what I get is walking safely down a road, I suppose, is what I get. And what she gets is, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not even a, a nearly balanced, you know. But um, my price of admission to walking down a street without worrying about being attacked uh, is uh, sometimes, sometimes the wives will have a go, you know. That's just what I, and I'm cool with it. 
but uh, it did make me realize that uh, just if you're wondering, what do you, what do you guys talk about? It's uh, Doctor Michael Morbius. <laughs> what what's the crack with Doctor Mike? It's sending memes about how bad Jared Leto has had movies in DC and Marvel, and laughing about it. It's me talking to Ed about how I actually liked the CG Luke Skywalker in Boba Fett. And I kind of liked how he was talking about the Force. I liked how he didn't bring up Metachlorians. Right? And they're behind us being fucking these comedians. think they're fucking so funny. <laughs> you know? It's all in jest. It's all in jest. No one was being, no one was being an unplayful skank. But um, just if you're worried, you know, you're thinking, oh, well, I'm sure... Yes, that was a bit harsh. It was probably too harsh to say in front of all my pals, but I'm sure he's slagging me off just as bad as I'm slagging. Nope. The only person we're slagging is Dr. Michael Morbius, the living vampire. <sighs> the shit blade. Blunt blade. Stick, you might even call him. Um, but he's, yeah, I haven't seen it. But, and I don't mind, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have the bloody left coming down on me like a ton of bricks telling me I should hate Jared Leto, right? I'm just not, I'm just not towing the line. Yeah, he sent people fucking dead rats or whatever when he was the Joker. And that's weird, right? Why can't you just go internal and kill yourself like Heath Ledger? No, no, no. Um, but why? Uh, don't, be a, don't be a nuisance. I know you're the clown prince of crime, but don't be an asshole about it, right? So, um, but what was the scene? Yeah, um, I haven't seen. I just don't want. Look, Sony, I love you forever for sending me the PlayStation, right? You sent me a PlayStation, you are, she's not here, as important to me as my wife, who I never slack, right? But I have to have a go at you with Spider-Man and you holding the Spider-Man franchise, bro, 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 just stop. It's like watching the OC, it's like watching season four of the OC and seeing Ryan Atwood with some girl who isn't Marissa. And you're like, ah, it just doesn't feel right. Not that they were the, they were the worst couple ever, but you're just shipping them together, more so Seth and Summer. Even though he should have ended up with Samira Armstrong, who was actually into comics, not just like Summer, who faked that she was into comics. Any OC stands out there? Maybe, maybe not. Came in 2003, meaning if you are under 19, <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about because you weren't alive. Um, and I'm not angry at you for your age, right? It's not your fault, but I am angry at you for your age. Um, I'll never be Harry Styles. I'll never be Harry Styles. Guys, I'm never going to be Harry Styles. I'm never going to be. I'm never going to be a young, a little young fella, a little high young fella with my body out, wearing a big, with a little waistcoat, and having big trousers on, and rocking abs, and licking my thumb and sliding it down my chest, and having pe- millions of people scream. That's not going to happen, okay? Right? I'm probably not going to end up living in a flat in New York, and I'm probably not going to end up being Harry Styles and people screaming and I'm never going to be man of skin you know people being like oh my god how hot and cool is that right people are just going to be like oh look he looks like he's having a good time like if I'm ever performing and I get like a woo it's a kind of an ironic woo I'm at that age there's no you know you get to when you get to my age son people don't be wooing for you because you're insatiably sexy it's kind of a courtesy woo kind of you know a bit of your belly showing, you know. A bit of your belly showing. That's what that's all it is, son. Uh, but I look. I I've got a good life, you know. I've um. I get to I get to have watched the OC, you know. I tell you what, I'm in a big thing for. Uh, I have a big, 
I don't know what kind of early cresting of a midlife crisis I'm, I'm, I'm having at the moment, but um, the thing that I'm loving at the moment is wrestling. I'm, a, I'm hooked on wrestling at the moment, right? I'm hooked on watching wrestling pay-per-views, playing WWE 2K22, right? Uh, and watching things, watching thing mediocre things, and getting really absorbed in the production of like movies like Alien 3. That's kind of the vibe that I'm on right now, <laughs> right? Just watching Alien 3. Uh, I watched Master and Commander there the other day, right? I mean, that, that, you know, would have been a bit older for that. But just movies that, they're not Best Picture winners. They're not, they're kind of not even culty following movies. People thought they were all right when they came out. That's my buzz at the moment. Watching movies that no one's talking about, that no one has an interest in having a conversation with me about that I kind of watched, you know, when we just would go to ExtraVision and get a movie, you know? what What's on the shelf? What looks good, you know? That's my buzz at the moment. And I tell you, I tried to drop a bit of trivia on Terry, and oh my God, I actually saw the 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 jettison brain eject from her head of disinterest when I tried to tell her this, this bit of trivia. I'll tell you, because you can't go anywhere. You can't go anywhere. I, I'm, I was watching Alien 3, Right, I watched it across five days on my phone in bed <laughs> because I was tired. Sometimes with my son, sometimes on the bog. Right, across five days. David Fincher, David Fincher's first movie, and I always heard it was shite um, because it so isn't as good as Alien or Aliens. But it is a breath of fresh air when you compare it to movies that are being made now. An actual just proper scary gore, suspenseful, weird angles. Big swings, big costume decisions, big story decisions that are really disturbing. And like taking someone who is like a massive franchise character in Ellen Ripley, Sigourney Weaver's character, and just ruining her life and just being so dissatisfied after such a satisfying ending at the end of James Cameron's Aliens. Anyway, I found out that the movie was in production hell for a while. And eventually, or at one point in 1987, they asked uh, William Gibson the author of Neuromancer, like the the cyberpunk novel, the novel that kind of started all the kind of cyberpunk trends, cyberpunk the game, and, you know, what then obviously became cyberpunk the video game, and just the whole idea of the 80s, you know, logging in and, you know, this whole cyberpunk aesthetic all stems from William Gibson's, um, maybe it isn't even Neuromancer. I've not read it, and I won't, and I won't even listen to the audiobook, but I'm adjacent enough to pop culture that I know that, right? And I found out that um, William Gibson actually wrote a screenplay draft of Alien 3. And they couldn't make it because it was too crazy. And apparently it was like totally having a go at the whole capitalism of the whole Weyland-Yutani Corporation. And um, Ripley, Scorny Weaver's barely in it. All the characters survive from Alien 2, Aliens, right? Um, And it's one of these big, legendary, unproduced movies which I didn't... So it's mad. This is, I'm finding all this out, right? You're just down a little rabbit hole, a little wiki hole, and I'm finding out that there was a... William Gibson did a screenplay. The king of cyberpunk himself had written a script for Alien 3. They thought it was too ambitious to make. And I'm like, oh, wow. I wonder if the script is online. And then you scroll down. The script is online. Oh, hang on. And they also, through Audible, did a reading of the script with fucking uh, Lance Henriksen, Bishop, from Alien, as well as Michael Bain or Bean, or whatever his name is, from Aliens. 
So they brought in the cast of Aliens to read. And I'm like, what a life. What a life. Why are people even watching anything new when there is just a treasure trove of everything behind us? There is more content, dream-like, dream-woven content that you have never heard before. I'm like, oh, that sounds class. I wonder if I can read the script. Oh, hang on. They actually released the script. Oh, hang on. They actually did a, 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 an audiobook version of the script. And oh, I can actually get it for free because I already have Audible on my everything machine that is my phone. Now, I know that's not interesting to you. And it was not interesting. Terry almost crashed the car because her brain jettisoned as soon as I brought up Alien 3, right? And she was just drooling and having a nosebleed, right? From how boring it was, me even bringing this up. And you probably feel the same. But just the fact that there are still things that you can be amazed by that have already happened that you haven't seen yet. There, I haven't even listened to all of Paul McCartney's albums. I'm sitting here in 2022, a big Beatle nut, be terrifying if you were, well I am, and I've only listened to uh, Band on a Run for the first time all the way through last week. And it's fucking brilliant. Guess what? Hey, guess what? Paul McCartney's best album outside of Beatles is fucking class. And I listen to it all, you know? I'm reading comics that I haven't read before. I'm just... So this is why I've not been making (laughs) many good videos recently. Because I just want to feed myself, right? That's the mood that I'm in right now. I just want to feed myself content, right? That's just the mood I'm in. And then no doubt I'll see some other fellow content creator do gangbusters on Twitter. And then I'll be like, all right, now I'm making a video again. You know? But until that day. So that's just my buzz that I've been on at the moment. That and dodging the census. I'm dodging the census like... I am Muhammad Ali <laughs> dodging the draft. I'm dodging the census man. Not that I'm... Look, I, I, I love history, right? And I love when people document things, right? And I'm always thinking I wish I had a journal and I wish I could look back in the moods that I was in and the things that I thought were very important at the time and chronicling everything, especially Riddick, <laughs> right? I love chronicling everything, especially Riddick, right? Uh, and Narnie as well would be a close second. But uh, I, I just was not in the mood. The census fella rang at half eight, right, at the door, right? And the doorbell rang. And Terry's very curious, right? He's very nosy. Well, it's not really nosy when someone answers, ringing at your door. But I was not going to answer the door, all right? I'm like, everyone I know is here, you know? And my mom wouldn't do this, you know? And my dad would call ahead, right? So, um... Everyone who's here is supposed to be here. I'm not answering the door, right? You know, uh, so I didn't. So then Terry was like, no, it could be a package. She kind of shouted in at me. She was putting the young fella down. She said, it could be a package. And I'm like, if it's a package, then that's a mistake. And we'll get the little leaflet and I can go get it on my time. I'll pick it up on my time, right? In the daytime. I don't know. I do not. I go into fucking hypersleep after seven o'clock, right? I'm like, I treat after seven o'clock like I'm Jewish and it is the Sabbath. I'm not even taking the stairs, right? So the door rang at half eight. Terry's like, it could be a package. Open the door. Two forms just come flying at me. And I'm like, oh no. And I was like, no, thank you. And he goes, no, it's the census. He was very proud. He was very proud. He seemed to know. He seemed to have the confidence of a man, you know, pushing something on me that if I didn't do, he would. He could find me forty-four thousand euro. My mother-in-law was telling me forty-four thousand euro because I didn't fill out Jedi in my religion, right? Because I didn't write down uh, Joker as my occupation slash religion again, right? 
on the time, and everyone's filling out their time capsule and everything like that. You know, I have my time capsules right here, okay? And it'll be accessible for whoever wants it. If my son wants to check out what exactly cartoon animals I wanted to fuck when he's 18, that's there for him to find out in the future, right? So I'm doing my part <laughs> for chronicling. Anyway, the census man was here and he, he obviously came from the Tony Cantwell School of Sales because he was a hard sell. He was like, there you go. And when will you have that back for me? And I'm like, brother, I don't remember fucking telling you I'd even fi- fill this thing out. Meanwhile, Terry's like, no, we are going to fill it out. It's very important to me. And I'm like, well, why is it in the fucking car then? Why do we why have we left it in the car? Why is it why is it buried under a mound of coffee cups at the moment, the form? It's like we're Neil Buchanan trying to age it with tea bags. It's covered in shit, right? Because it was in the car. So it was also in the pram. See, when you have a kid, son, when you get to my age, son, you start you end up just stuffing letters everywhere. Pockets, the pram, the nappy bag, everywhere right the fridge among all the other food that's gone off there that you haven't quite thrown out yet everything's gone to shit no um so i uh i took this form and and i will fill it out i just don't want to fill anything i don't want it's fine it's fine it's nothing it's nothing mountains out of molehills as they say but um i'm not he got me though do you know what i mean he got me it was something that I didn't want to do. <laughs> Am I the only one complaining about the census? Yes, it's still not that big of a deal. I just thought I'm very careful about evading everyone all of the time. And um, I was surprised one got past me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, don't answer, I don't answer the door. I don't answer the door to anybody. If I see someone in a suit, guess what? You may as well have a sign on your chest that says, don't answer the door. Right. If you're well dressed and I'm not expecting you, bro, I don't I cannot speak with you. And if you've got a clipboard, you may as well have a sandwich board on you that says don't answer the door. Right. I've lived enough. Now, I pay my TV license now. But um, when I was young, young and hot like Harry Styles, I would I wouldn't be I, I wouldn't answer that. You arrive in a suit. You're either a TV license man. Uh, or you are a man in black, right? And I don't want any noisy crickets getting wicked on me, bro. So I'm not answering that door for you or for anyone. I'm not answering the door. I don't want any of that shit. Um, I'm not miserable. <laughs> I'm very happy. I'm very happy. Everything's fine. But um, I just, he got me. And when will he have that done for me? And then uh, I said, I don't know. And he goes, well, Sunday's the day. I'm like, all right, well, then whatever. I'll get it for you for Sunday. You know, the census. I have it there. I'll just fill it out. It'll take me two seconds. And, you know, I'll, I'll play my part, you know, as a citizen. But um, I didn't like how we just got past the fortress. You know, I have rules and I didn't abide by them. You know, Terry was like, it might be a package. And I'm like, well, I don't want it then. I'm not expecting anything. There's no outstanding deliveries. Right. Um, But it's fine. I was very sure when I felt bad. I opened the door, you know, wasn't fully dressed. I gave him gave him real Cave of Wonders vibes, you know, like, who disturbs my slumber, you know? And he was like, it is I, Kazim. And I'm like, well, you're not Aladdin. You're not the diamond in the rough. You're not the Deliveroo driver I was expecting. So what, you know, I'm just going to have to nom, 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 eat you up because I'm a big Jaguar cave, the Cave of Wonders, you know? Anyway, it's fine. Look, it's fine. It's just I have rules. 
my wife made me not adhere to them, and <laughs> now I have to do what everyone else has to do. So, Tony, you seem to think the rules don't apply to you. No. Although, yes, sir. Just let me eat my monster munch down the back of the class in a special cloth bag that I brought from home. This is before tote bags were popular, because the normal bag makes noise. Yes, I do believe the rules don't apply to me, because I've been made to feel like a very special boy from my parents. So if you actually want to have a go at me for eating down the back of the class, have a go, my mommy, okay? Have a go, my daddy. I'm not filling out the census form, and I'm eating Monster Munch from a cloth bag. Anyway, what else is going on? Um... Uh, what else is going on? People still talking about the slap, the smack. Chris Rock getting a smack. What an awful thing to have gotten a smack. And then to be like, and now what do you say? What do you have to say? Like, I don't want to say anything. I got a smack and I'm embarrassed because I didn't have a good comeback. You know? Gets a big smack. But Will Smith, Will Smith has resigned as a member of the Academy. He will now, the, the other 7,000 of them will have to choose the winners of the Academy Awards uh, alone. He will no longer have the input. He can still win an Oscar. Uh, can still go. Uh, doesn't have to give back his Oscar. But he can't. He doesn't get the screeners anymore. He'll have to go on Pirate Bay and watch the shit quality screeners with the watermarks, just like we do now. He's been brought down a peg. You know, yes, he's still worth three hundred and fifty million, um, but now he has to, you know, get someone to organise the screeners for him. You know, um, so a real sad day, a real sad day for Hollywood. But you feel for Chris Rock. He had to go out to his comedy show, and everyone's like, "Say the line, Chris." And he's like, "What?" Well, you know, everyone's expecting him to have some perfectly well crafted bit. You know, when um, he made a very uh, someone just totally got the wrong end of the stick. Totally, totally misunderstood, and it went through some pathway in the brain that was just ego times pressure times sad wife, you know, and just made him do something so silly, Billy. And you know, poor, poor Chris Rock, poor um, star of the Saw franchise, Chris Rock, now has to um, be a man who was. Be a man, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with being a man who's been smacked. I've been smacked many times. And I've smacked. And I tell you, it's an awful thing. I once smacked Jordan. I was belligerent. Belligerent, right? Um, I went on a date in my very brief time. It was I was single and it didn't go well. And it was so bad, her, her ex-boyfriend showed up at it. And we were there, the three of us, and I got shit-faced, right? And so I came home. And um, I was feeling giddy and happy to be around people who I actually liked, and um, and I just I think me and Jordan were doing like ring around the rosy, and then I thought it'd be fun funny to end the ring around the rosy by giving him like a smack, uh, and I did, and I've said this on the pod before, I smacked him so hard that um, I sobered up, you know, and I was immediately like, oh my god, oh my god, you just did that. You know, and I was very apologetic, too apologetic, probably, you know, uh, annoyingly apologetic. And he's like, he was he was really shocked. And, uh, and then he was like, it's fine. I'm just going to get you back sometime. And then the rest of the time we were living in the flat. There was always just a hand. His hand would always be poking, poking in the door. I would see his hand first. And I'm like, oh, here it is. And he's like, no, not today. Not today. 
you know he got his back because i was living in constant dread you know but um so i know what it is to smack and i know what it is to be smacked um and i know what it takes away from me of being smacked you know uh and feeling like you have to something else has to happen that you have to be it's it's not finished because you got smacked like something there's a lingering thing you know and you know he hasn't said that he's uh forgives him or anything and he probably doesn't want that to be it's so not his thing he comes out he's a high status character chris rock he comes out you listen to him everyone laughs will smith just took that away for something so stupid so something so small didn't take it away but tainted it for a while you know just um he can't even go out and do his job his career he had to do it with a massive gig after that and he had to kind of he had to talk about it you know forcing him to talk about it you know will smith can just go do a movie he doesn't have to talk about it you know he can do a movie where he's i don't know he's gonna do another fucking shiter now he's gonna do another shiter after this you know um this was his career oscar and uh, a lot of people didn't think he was gonna win what's will smith's next movie Oh, whatever it is, it's been reportedly paused. It says here, Netflix pumps the brakes on Will Smith's action film Fast and Loose. Well, there you go. There you go. That's what you get. That's what you get. It was a bit scary seeing him kind of act like he was a conduit of God. You know, like when everything's, uh, when you kind of believe the kind of, Limmy had a great one. He said, uh, when he was having to go at Liam Payne's, um, Liam Payne's kind of good morning Britain kind of, you know, I just heard about it, I'll be honest with you, you know, and he was like, uh, does he not know how much of a wank he sounds like, you know? Like, Limmy was saying that, uh, he's like, if I said something and it was a bit wanky, I'd have to say, look, this is going to sound a bit wanky or this is going to sound a bit cheesy, but, and then he'd say the thing, you know? When you lose that wank, when you lose the kind of the lad calling you wank, that's why I kind of like a bit of Gary in my life, you know? Because you don't want to get so, you don't want to believe it. That's why sometimes I, 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 I'm I conscious of getting involved in things that aren't funny, <laughs> you know? Um, like, uh, so why, why, you know, my believing, I don't have, I don't have any authority on anything for anyone to listen to anything i say other than the thing that i think is funny right just if i say something and i think it's funny then other people find that funny that is the height of what i get that's the height of what i get i'm not an authority on anything else other than that you know i sometimes have to fluff it up in a podcast form with chats about uh sony's spider-man franchise or um you know the 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 current uh live action uh TV Star Wars, you know, uh, things that I like, you know, hopefully be able to give you a bit of a an irreverent, <laughs> bloody irreverent take on it. But um, that's the height of what I can do. So like, but Will Smith is just all in on the wank, you know, The Rock is all in on the wank, you know, that voice, that voice that says, maybe you don't know everything, you know, maybe this isn't important, you know. <laughs> like I like the fact that I have to sometimes say look Terry I know you're not going to find this interesting but I'm going to have to tell it to you anyway because this is self-indulgent for me to say this to you 
A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know the thing that they're saying is self-indulgent. A lot of people just say it anyway, you know? I mean, I do. <laughs> I still do. You know, I still don't always catch myself. Um, but it's a thing you must never lose, <laughs> you know? You must keep, obviously, allow yourself to feel like you can do whatever you want. But just always remember just a little bit that you can be a bit of a wank, you know? And Will Smith going up there and saying, I'll, you know, Richard Williams um, would do anything to protect his family, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're coming for your kids. Uh, Chris Rock is coming for your kids. So great job. Great job, you know? Um and we look enough about bloody Will Smith. What else is going? What else is going on? I don't know what else is going on. I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really care. I just want to watch Alien Three. I just want to watch, um, you know, Speed Racer. You know, the Wachowskis movie after the Matrix. I want to watch Hugo, the boy who lives in the clock. I've never seen it. Martin Scorsese film. That no one's no one's talking about Hugo. You know, I want to watch. Uh, I don't know the Abyss. James Cameron's The Abyss. I want to watch movies that no one's talking about, that are very good, that I can just fill in my little letterbox account. That's my life right now. I want to read old comics and just watch old films. That's my buzz. That's my buzz. That's my buzz right now. No new information. No one at the door. No new information. No trending topics. Okay? And playing wrestling um, video games as well. That's all. That's just my buzz at the moment. Playing WWE 2K22, bringing my created wrestler litter box with three X's, sexy uh, luchador Catman, uh, who has fangs and big long claws, uh, bringing him to win the the universal uh, universal title in wrestling. That's all I'm into now. Cashing in my money in the bank, playing a career mode. Tell you what really annoys me about a career mode in a wrestling game when the, you can hear your your wrestler's voice. Because I want my guy to be kind of elusive, maybe a bit mysterious. He's walking around the dressing room. I don't get to choose the clothes that he wears when he's not in the ring. In the ring, he is a luchador. He's got a mask. He's got furry chaps. I'll post a picture of him online. Um, but uh, then when he's not in costume, when he's walking around the backstage, he doesn't have his mask on. But Rey Mysterio still has his mask on, so I'm confused. What, are you just going to respect one luchador over another luchador? Really pissed me off. That's been the biggest grumble now I've had last week. And I don't like his voice. He talks like this. And he's so motivated to get out there and really fucking wrestle, you know? And I'm like, my guy wouldn't talk like that. So that's been annoying as well. Um, but I tell you, I'm enjoying my private hobbies at the moment, you know? I'm enjoying, because it's a lot to... Uh, it's a, it's a lot, but it's amazing to do the gigs. But I kind of just now, I'm like outside the gigs. There has been a kind of a, a karmic balance of going out there and giving everything in front of so many people to then just go home and be like, I just want to listen to an audiobook of Alien 3 while uh, my sexy, very, very attractive uh, luchador cat-created wrestler, um, you know, does a shooting star press off the top of a ladder, you know? That's, for me, my my happy place. And you're going for like, oh my God, he's saying that he's just been the cutest. He's just been the most affectionate. I had I stayed asleep this morning. I had a lion this morning. And the young fella came in, right? Hugging a tiny, he has a Sylvanian family, little Sylvanian family rabbit, right? And there's a baby version. And he's so preoccupied. He's like, that's the mammy rabbit. And that's the daddy rabbit. And that's the baby rabbit. And he holds this baby rabbit from a Sylvanian family, right? It's about the size of his thumb. 
and he nuzzles it into his neck. He tries to hug it. It's too small for my little boy to hug. And he gave it to me while I was in bed. And he's like, there, cuddle daddy, he said. So my heart's melted. My heart's melted and is now secreting out my nose through a nosebleed. That is the cutest shit I've ever seen in my life, right? Um, so I have it all. I have it all. Um, and I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful for you listening to this pod. I'm very grateful for you being so patient with me while I'm in the middle of the tour to get shit kind of, you know. I tell you what I am doing for the month of May. For a month of May, it is mainstream May. That's what we're doing on this pod. I am going to be only covering topics that I think people want. Not even necessarily you, but the kind of mainstream topics that I think everyone wants to listen to. There will be no niche topics for the month of May. I am going pure mainstream to try and get myself to the top of the podcasting charts. So watch this space. So as much as I moan about wanting to stay in my hovel, uh, my uh, my cave of wonders where I'm listening to uh, unproduced uh, Alien 3 screenplays, right? You're not going to be hearing any of that stuff. It's pure mainstream may all the topics that everyone it's going to be clickbait out the fucking wazoo on this pod so you have that to look forward to so sorry for a bit of a niche just talking about the stuff that's been on my mind but you know while i'm in the middle of the tour that's kind of all um all i want to do really you know um but don't worry as the tour wraps up we're going full mainstream mania for the month of may so um but until then, I am still on tour. And I've got a couple of fine dates for you, actually. Sorry, got some here for you. Um, yes, on the 22nd of April, I will be in Dundalk in the Spirit Store. I'm very excited to be in the Spirit Store. On the 24th, in Kilkenny in the Set Theatre. In the 28th of April, I will be in Greystones, mate, in the Whale Theatre. And the 1st of May, I'll be in Cork in the Everyman Theatre and on the 7th of May the final gig of the tour the very last one returning to Vicker Street for one more night only and that's the last day of the tour on the 7th of May all the tickets are available and there will also be early bird tickets uh, over on the Patreon if you are a subscriber over there also over there, over 100 podcasts that you haven't listened to yet. So get over there, only for the price of a pint a month, including a podcast I did about the new Batman movie, uh, a spoilerific podcast. And the next movie podcast I'll be doing, The Empire Strikes Back, I'm doing the original Star Wars trilogy in uh, movie-bake form. That's what I call them when I chat shy, uh, about movies. So listen, thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next Friday over on the Patreon. I'll see you next Tuesday over here on the Tony Cantwell Shit Show. All the best. Bye-bye.